Welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Broadcast. It's your boy, JC Suggs, back from the dead this week. I'm here with your boy, BT Jones and Carter Braley. Uh, I'm excited to be back. It's been two weeks too long since the yeah. last time we did a podcast together. And that last podcast that I did with you guys was a little bit funky. Yeah. And I'll tell you, today we're here for an absolute banger. And as Ryan Estes would say, <laughs> bangerang. Uh, shout out, no free shout out. Hey, shout out, no free shout out, Ryan Estes. Uh, you already know. Um, and we actually have a big announcement for you guys. Um, upcoming this next month, we're actually getting a sponsorship deal with Anchor. Sir. Let's go. Round of applause. Dub, 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 dub. Dub, dub, dub. Um, we're super excited. We don't really know what it means, to be honest. But thank yeah. you, Anchor. And thank, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you yeah. for listening. And thank you, Barrett Jones. Also, if anybody's listening and would love to buy us some mics for our podcast, if anybody would love to buy us some technology, equipment for the podcast, or if you have any for a cheap, low price, go to the general and save some time (laughs) or call me Um, because we're really just looking forward to have better quality for you guys, uh, better entertainment. Hopefully that your ears will be um, blessed with the the smoothness of BT BT Jones' voice. Yeah, good. Yeah. I have the deepest voice on the pod, apparently. Sheesh! Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> My name's Barrett. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode. It's your boy, the coolest, the OG, BT Jones. W Riz. W Riz. <laughs> How do you know about the. W-Red. I know about dude. I'm on TikTok all the time. W Red. W Red. I'll be watching all those edits, bro. My life is an edit now. <laughs> bro, this this my life is a movie. What you know about? What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? Did you just pop your wrist? Elbow. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, all right, so BT. Tell me what you did this week, man. Uh, basically, I just I worked, man. I mm. I worked and what'd you work just, on? Um, what'd you work on, BT? I worked at work. You worked at work. Yeah, and then I uh, every night I'd get home and I'd uh, you know take my shower, eat some food if I was gonna eat it, and then I'd just watch some shows. Oh. But I play. I usually play games on the weekends or if I feel like playing games, you know. But yeah. I've been playing all day today and yesterday, so. Uh, shout out, no free shout out to Michael McKinney. This is for you. We're live. We are live. Sorry, I didn't put that at the beginning, Michael. I forgot about it. We are live. Um, Coming at you. What's the best thing you ate this week, BT? I ate this week. Oh, That's my good. grandma made banana pudding and cheeseburger casserole. Nanner pud. Yeah. Oh, I and know that smack. If you've ever had cheeseburger casserole or don't even know what that it is the best thing. It's basically just mac and casserole cheese. that tastes like cheeseburger. No, it's you not mac and cheese. It's what is your cheeseburger casserole? My cheeseburger casserole must be completely different. What's yours like? I mean, it tastes like cheeseburger. <laughs> it tastes like I, mine I is really literally just mac and cheese. With little like ground beef things in it. That's just hamburger helper. I was gonna say that's just <laughs> a hamburger helper. Yeah, that's and that's hamburger casserole, cheeseburger casserole. Yeah, no, this is different. This has like a bunch of different I saw stuff. Saw video in it, but today it's really good. of uh, some kids in the UK trying um, biscuits and gravy. Mmm, yummy. Mmm. They sat there. They looked at the gravy. It was sausage gravy. They looked at it and they were like, 
that looks nasty. Mm. And then they all tried it and they said it was the best thing they've ever had. And they were like, I would eat Oi. these beans on my little toast sandwich. Yeah. Well, I, I found out about good. that today and I don't know. Nah, I don't good. see the I don't see the appeal behind beans on toast. That also, just sounds nasty. Tell me which one uh, you guys who are listening, please uh, message into the Instagram page, text me on my personal cell phone at beep 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 beep. Uh, what is cheeseburger casserole? Because I really want to know. I feel like I'm getting what, tag teamed right what, here, what, and maybe I'm wrong. What okay, is I'll, a casserole? I'll get. Uh, yeah, what is a casserole? <laughs> We're gonna get into this. What is a casserole, Carter? That's too theological for me. <laughs> What is a casserole? Uh, I mean, I would assume it's an assortment of different mix- no. you mixtures know, of foods a casserole, and items. A casserole, it's a casserole when it doesn't fall into any other category. Yeah. If it doesn't fall into a food category, it's just a casserole. If it comes in a pan and you put it in the oven, I don't know. Is that what a casserole is? I'm looking at what a casserole is. I don't know. Is. My dad doesn't like casserole because he, he, he also said that he hasn't... It, he, what is it? It depends for oh, me. We're all wrong. What? <laughs> the term casserole can refer to any dish prepared in a casserole dish. It's essentially a deep, wide baking dish and that is baked in the oven. <laughs> I thought casserole was like, like bears that just a bunch of food spot into a thing and be like, you want some onion, tomato, potato, yams, hams, lambs. That, that's, a- that, even better, that... What is what makes it a casserole? Just the tray? <laughs> I think just the tray. There's no way. That's what it said on. Hey, the almighty Google has said that is what a casserole. I think if it looks like a casserole, it counts. I think that's that's how because we do it. Because we've made brownies in those in those type of. Trays it's a brownie casserole. Like that's how we do it. In the I gotta south. look up. I gotta like, look up a brownie casserole. If it, and see that if exists. it looks like a, I think how we do it here in the south uh, it, for you northerners or westerners um, or midwesterners, you know where everything is mid because. Hence the term mid. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, if it looks like a casserole, then it classifies as a casserole. That's what I've learned in my time living out <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. how do you describe what a casserole is? I don't know. This is like a shower thought, you know? Like, you just be like in the shower, yo, what's a casserole? <laughs> what is a casserole? Well, yeah, what is a casserole? I've had a busy week this week. What'd you do? Oh, yeah, tell us. Tell yeah. us, Carter. Figured I'd get us back on track. Hey, I mean, we're talking about casseroles. I don't think that's that bad. All right, we got, we got it all day. I worked all week, and then went to a birthday party last night. Um, celebrated my friend's twenty-first uh, birthday that I haven't seen in a while. They text me, they're like, "Hey, have my twenty-first birthday. You wanna come?" I said, "Sure." I haven't seen you guys in since high school. In ages. In ages. I was like, "Sure, I'd love to come see you guys." So we went over there, hung out there for a while, played some games. Um, I just had a lot of fun there. I left there pretty late. And then I did an escape room right before coming here. At Did you escape the escape room? Yes, with a minute and a half left. Ooh. We got a listener. So. Oh, yeah. We got a listener. <laughs> yeah, my friend. Shout um, out, no free shout out. The same people I went to the birthday. Ah. It was their birthday. Um, I said, um, or they asked me if I wanted to come to the escape room. And I said, yeah, what time do you guys want to go? They said, 5.30. I said, that, I said, that's fine. I have to be somewhere by 7. And they said, okay. What are you doing? I said, recording a podcast. Podcast. Podcast known as Sunday broadcast. <laughs> shouted it out. No free shout out. Actually, the podcast gets the free shout out. It's a podcast. Yeah. And Anybody that, that is us three and, and then specifically my grandma all get free shout outs. Because my grandma's a good. Specifically the grandma. 
Specifically, Barrett's grandma. No, I'm making her pay for a shout out if I ever see her. Yeah. Amber, you just got shouted out. I need five hundred dollars. She's the nicest person you'll ever meet. So yeah, if you want a name drop, you gotta pay best. me. Mm. I didn't mm. name drop. I just said grandma. That's Michael it. McKinney needs some money. <laughs> Michael McKinney need Joe money. <laughs> Aaron Layton need money. Cooper Williams need money. Jay yeah. Knight need money. Kevin Knight need money. Robbie Jones need money. Carter Braley need money. Barrett Jones give me money. Brennan Jones give me money. Connor Goodman give me money. I want everybody's money. 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 They just all support. got shouted out. Yeah. Money, money, yeah. money, 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 money. We got to support the podcast. We got to, you know, buy some equip. Equip. Yeah, equipment. Uh, you can donate at um, my Venmo, JC Suggs. <laughs> <laughs> Or Cash App, which I also think is possibly JC Sug. Not sure. So just Venmo me. Yeah. I'd, I'd stick with Venmo just because if he doesn't know, Steve will send money to some other person. Or you can just give me straight hard cash, baby. Booyah. That way like, we can get I a like good that. place and we don't have to meet up at our church every time. And it's awkward. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's awkward, but I mean, hey, it's man, a centralized location. It's, yeah. a, it's a pretty good location. Well, I had a good week. Uh, I worked most of the week. Um, didn't really do anything uh, other than on Tuesday night, uh, worked really, really late, but I went to Kevin Seeger's house for Epic, about 45 minutes late, sat there around the fire with him. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, then Wednesday night, had my Alaska uh, meeting. We're going to Alaska to spread the name, the glory of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of in Alaska. Um, no, that's actually going to be such a blast, man. Um, going up there to work at a camp uh, called Solid Rock Bible Camp in Saldana, Alaska. Um, that's going to be an absolute blast just to get to talk to these kids, hang out with these kids for a week, and just tell them about the truth of who Jesus is and what he's done for them. Uh, then I worked in Greensboro Thursday and Friday, and then yesterday I went to a Charlotte FC soccer game where they lost one nothing. And I have to say, Charlotte FC stinks, man. Hey, at least you got it on the page. Hey, I made it on their Instagram page, <laughs> hey, though, yeah. at Charlotte FC on Instagram. Heck yeah. Hey, W Riz. <laughs> w Riz. Um, no, nah, it was a blast, man. And then all that led to Sunday morning worship where Pastor Scott, for rape Pastor Scott this week, man, it was a 10 out of 10. It was his most killer sermon that I've ever heard him give, man. The gospel was presented well. He used personal stories well he dressed well he talked smoothly man um it was awesome i was, I was so expecting another well there yeah well um <laughs> no he, he was it was it was awesome i'm um, talking about uh mark 10 talking about the little children who were coming to him and you know just the way the disciples um you know were like rebuking these kids for coming to jesus but jesus said no i mean this is who we are if you're going to come to if you're going to come to heaven you're going to come to the kingdom of god you got to be like a child where you're helplessly you're helpless and you're uh, um dependent solely on the lord um just like a parent or a, a child is to their parent man and i was like you know just a lot of things to ponder on and think about so my rating was a 10 out of 10 i thought it was his most killer sermon i've ever heard and i mean that in all seriousness barrett what you got uh i'm i'm gonna be honest i can't i feel like it's not fair to rate him i'm gonna rate myself because I don't know what it was, but this morning I was scatterbrained. I was not listening at all. So I'm giving myself a 1 out of 10. <laughs> I'm giving myself a 1 out of 10. I'm, I'm L uh, plus ratioed. On <laughs> get ratioed. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't. I don't know, man. I did get the personal story about his college friend. That was cool, though. Yeah, that was um, awesome. I that will was cool. say. So, if I, 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 I don't doubt that give. it was probably like a nine out of ten sermon. I don't doubt it. Like it, like I saw at least the bullet points, and then I heard his story, 
And that was cool. Yeah, that story was pretty sick, talking about his college friend who yeah. rejected him for becoming a Christian. Yeah. But he said it didn't matter because he gained a thousand friends in the process of following sure. Christ Jesus and was like, Yeah. Sure. I think it's pretty cool when he actually brings up his personal stories. He didn't do it often. Yeah. It makes it, yeah, I think that's what makes it so cool, though, because, like, you know, he barely does it compared to, like, Kevin Knight or Kevin Seeger. They usually do. Yeah, Kevin Knight uses the most personal stories. Yeah, he does. It's good, though. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's good. Yeah, yeah it's always about Jay. <clears throat> Jay or Kevin. <laughs> it's, it's just Jay. Yeah. Always. <laughs> when Jay was about four years old. Well, when I was in high school. <laughs> when Jay was about four years old, he was outside playing in the mud and then yeah, need more mud. <laughs> he came inside and sat on my couch. There's mud everywhere. I said, "Boy, get off that couch right now." And that's just like the sin in our life. It's the mud that was on the couch. It's the sin that is putting red blood stains on you, and it is not sometimes, letting you be so, washed white as snow. But I will when say, I take, sometimes those youth nights, I'd be sitting there. Where's this story going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he'd relate it somehow. I'd be yeah. like, "Good and job." He's like, "What?" Here's here's the good part. This mud, if I take care of it, if I clean it, it goes away. It becomes just mad. like Jesus when He died on the cross for you. Yes, sir. Separated, it becomes pure water. Yes, sir. Um, but also, I think another big thing that I missed to talk about today is uh, I went to um, lunch and Barrett Jones was sitting right behind me at yes, lunch sir. today. Where'd you guys go to lunch? Yeah, uh, Garoppolo's. So we were Garofalo's, gonna we were, yeah, we were gonna go to Casa Grande. Well, Baden was feeling it, but I was like. I don't know. Midway through the sermon, I was like, "Dang, I really want a freaking pizza right now." <laughs> so I was like, "I was like, I really want a pizza." And so I was like, and then so I went to the pizza, and then Baden he gets there, and he was like, "Dang, you're right though." As started as soon as I started thinking about it, I really wanted a pizza. I got me a a lunch size cheese pizza, and I, I got those. Say, um, I had pizza today for lunch too. And then I got um those dude. Have you had the fries? No. Their their fries are so good. It's some of the best fries, but they they bring Five them in. Guys still. They bring them in, and I I kid you not. Every single time they bring them in, they are scalding hot. I burn my tongue, and I'm butthurt about it because <laughs> I had a fudge round. I couldn't taste it. Uh, <laughs> I hate fudge rounds. You're, what? Fudge rounds are so good. Star Crunch better. Star, Star Crunch, Crunch is elite. Star Crunch is great too. I like all. I like all the. Um, all and the then uh, breaking news: Wednesday night, I'm going to Washington D.C. So I'm going to explain to you how I learned every secret of the U.S. federal government, uh, and I will report it back next Sunday on the podcast. Okay, I was about to say, you better be here for next Sunday. Yeah, come got, back Saturday, Ben. I got, I got a nice, fun game set up for next week. It's going to be great. Game? Yeah, it's going to yeah, be great. talked about it in the last episode. Game. Yeah. After talking about Genjin Impact for 10 minutes. <laughs> I to do this is exactly why I missed last week's episode. I was not sick. I just did not want to talk about anime. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. You weren't there to keep us on track, so yeah. <laughs> just yeah, we're, we're two ADHD two ADHD kids who don't get out of the house much. Talking <laughs> together forever, together yeah. forever. We're Linda and Heather. Is that how the TikTok goes, Carter? I don't know. I haven't heard that sound in. What? <laughs> okay. <sighs> Rice cakes. Amen. Marshmallow. Amen. Casserole. No. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Sorry, that was our weekly ASMR for me and Carter. Because um, he usually finishes the water bottle around this point, and I just take it, and I want to just crush it on yeah. his face. And my voice but is I say, you know what, I'll just crush it in the speaker. And my voice is too deep for ASMR, so I never participate. I can't wait I'll for... I'll be talking like this. I want, I, I want somebody to, like, just bust their speakers in their car, listen to this. And then the we water get, bottle comes on and just it. blows the speaker. No, I, 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 want, so I want some somebody out there needs to make us a subreddit, a Sunday broadcast subreddit. And then we need to get stuff where, like, people are like, this podcast is so funny. Don't drive while, like, somebody needs to post a picture of them getting in a wreck because they laugh so hard at our podcast. You can, you can do driving. that. You but. can just do that and just take a random photo of a wreck. Yeah, probably, yeah. And then just put... <laughs> we, are, we are so funny or more or less I am so... No, funny. And then just put an overlay of the podcast in the background. Dang. Like it's coming from the car in the wreck. Yeah. Once we get more official, official let us know, do y'all... Do y'all like the... Y'all, y'all mess with the... With the... Uh, the, prof- the Not the profile picture. The um the picture of... Of Sunday broadcast. Or should we change it later down the road? Let us know. Yeah. Mm. No, I like the trash can picture, bro. Yeah, I do too. I think it fits the podcast. Yeah, it fits the podcast. I was like, yeah. "What should?" I don't even know how me and Barrett chose that as our. Because because we, so when we were, I was just roped sun, into this whole so, situation. You so, guys were like, "You guys, you want to start a podcast with me and Barrett?" Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, basically, what happened is we were creating, it and he was in the car with me while I was doing it. And I was just kind of showing him everything because I was playing around with anchor like that. And then I was like, the only thing I wanted to decide on is the picture. And then he was like, dude, let's just do like a meme. And I couldn't like find, I had a picture of a regular trash can with just a white background. I was going to do that, but I couldn't find it. So then it has like some stock images that you can search up on there. And I searched up trash can. And, like, <laughs> and that's, but it got, I, and then I asked all my friends and I'm like, dude, low key, it kind of go hard though. I mean, you know, we are, maybe it is representative of us as Christians because we are sin. Sin represents that trash. And when we get clean, when we clean up, just like God cleaned <laughs> sins for us. Oh my gosh. You know. uh, shout out, no free shout out. Logan Massey is now staying in my apartment tonight from Snowbird Wood and his Outfitters. He's here for Winter Jam that's going on in Charlotte, Dang. the Spectrum Center. So, breaking news again. Um, a couch yeah. is comfortable. That couch is comfortable. That couch is comfortable. I have to like stop myself from falling asleep there pretty often. Oh, I believe it. Like it's that couch. That corner. Oh yeah. That corner. Mm. That corner. <laughs> that corner still melts. I've slept on that corner probably four or five times. I was in the daytime for naps, but I take that one of those pillows and just <laughs> pass out in that corner. Out. Knocked out on that couch, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So last week and the week before. Um, the topics were a little bit wild. We have multiple eccentric. topics. Ec- eccentric. Eccentric. Yeah. Wow. Word of the day. Boom. <laughs> I'd say last week was pretty good, though. Oh, it was good. Yeah. But today we're going to talk about some serious yeah. topic. You get know? more serious because I was really dark last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about... Serious It's going to be deep. Everybody, be... everybody, put your big boy pants on. We're digging deep. Yeah, I want you guys to, you know... Grab your minor helmets. Christian, we're getting in Christian. the caves. Christian segment part two. Part two. But this time it's going to be deeper um, than probably we've ever gone. Um, so I really want you guys to, you know, listen. And then if you have questions, don't be afraid to ask us, uh, text us, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, it's going to be important. Um, just a little bit deeper than normal, more serious. Um, but I, I think a lot of us can learn, especially us together, um, just bouncing things off each other's heads and everything like that. And then um, 
Yeah, you know, hopefully you guys learned something too, or you know, you can tell us, text us something so that we can learn. And um, we're actually going to be talking about uh, humanity and uh, really just a broad overview of humanity and what that means in today's world. But um, so let's just uh, dive right into it. We're going to be talking about the humanities, and um, I don't know it's pretty deep uh, when you think about uh, where humanity has started and where it's gone. Uh, because a few episodes back. When we, it was technically in the Conspiracy Theories podcast, we talked about humanity and what we believe is the origin uh, of mankind. And, um, you know, I think all of us agree right here that um, humanity started um, when God said, let there be light. And then that seven-day process um, where we were created on the sixth day. And then God, out of dust, formed mankind and he breathed into us the breath of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you know, we all agree on that. Um, as the foundations of life in this in this world, um, but what I really want to focus on is um, how did humanity go from being in the perfect garden to where we are now in 2023, um, the the fall of man, um, just where mankind has gone and what mankind has done um, for what we believe. Like we said, if you go down and read into Genesis, um, it talks about the fall of mankind, where Eve ate of the fruit of the tree. Um, of the knowledge of good and evil, which it was the first sin ever recorded in um, Scripture. And sorry, man, I got some acid reflux going on right now. <laughs> but um, the first sin ever recorded, and then uh, Adam also stepped in and sinned as well. Um, uh, and then Adam, in his rightful role, he should have uh, taken the serpent and stepped on its head and crushed the head of the serpent, um, which would have allowed uh, sin not to have entered into the garden. But um, it's led to corrupt humanity to what it is now because... All of us come from Adam and Eve. That's what we believe. And because we come from Adam and Eve, there is this sinful nature, this sinful desire that is in every single one of us, which the Bible says that we are all guilty um, upon conception, upon uh, being born. We are all guilty. We all fall short of the glory of God. Um, but we take that even a little little further. Um, let's start back in. Uh, you, as soon as the fall happened, Cain and Abel, right? Yeah. Um, Kills his brother. Yeah, Cain kills his brother Abel, and and that's the first murder that we see in Scripture. And you see how fast it went from just disobeying God's command um, and don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil to Cain has murdered his brother Abel. That death. fast, humanity <laughs> has gone and spiraled out of control. Yeah. And, and that, you know, you can look around us today, I mean— the disease that goes on, yeah. um, natural disasters, people are dying around us. And- yeah, and, in, and I think in the perfect world, we would have never had that. I, I remember I asked my dad one time, uh, I was like, you think like, I, I was a teenager, you know, and I was getting bad acne everywhere. And I, I just asked him like, what, what would you think like in the perfect world, like would we still get acne? He's like, well, he's like, there'd be no imperfections in the perfect world. He's like, so you wouldn't, you know, grow any acne and stuff like that. So that's also, you know, just a, a small tidbit, like a result of like, yeah. Yeah, imperfections go on everywhere. And I mean, we we as humans have caused disorder and chaos in this world, right? Oh, yeah. Um, there was no disease, right? I mean, I kind of think there's reasons why um, pre-Noah, pre-flood, people live for a longer time. Yeah. Um, I just think genetically, um, you know, obviously I think there was more oxygen in the air, but... Yeah. Um, genetically, uh, sin has not taken its full effect, right? Because what does the Bible say? When uh, sin fully blooms, it brings forth death in a human being. And I think that process was a little bit slower just in the sense of natural deaths. Um, because you got to think, um, disease is in mutations that come, right? Mm-hmm. 
in our genes and stuff like that. For them, Adam and Eve had perfect genes when they were first created, right? But then yeah. they corrupted it. Um, but they weren't as corrupted as, say, ours are from however many generations down we come, right? Yeah. Um, and I just think about the the creation of all these weapons. You know, you can go in and read the lineages of all these places who've made stone weapons and music. Uh, when you read about all these people from these lands around um, ancient the ancient East, um, it's pretty crazy to see what they've developed yeah. uh, as humanity. Um, and as quickly as we have, and I mean, look around us today, buildings. Like I, I never thought there would be a driving car, and yet now Teslas are everywhere yeah. on the road, right? So, so yeah, so it wasn't all for not. I think I think now I think the bigger question is, I guess, is like, would we have still like in the perfect world, would we have ever still had like this kind of technology? I think. Yeah, I wonder because we're made to work as human beings, right? Like yeah, well, that was the that was the curse of man. Yeah. Whenever he ate then that would make work hard, but we were made yeah. for work. Like, yeah, work is good. Work is perfectly fine, but. Yeah, I wonder if we would have this technology, or would we even want this technology? Because we would be yeah, so. Like, I don't think we'd need it. Because I mean, uh, if you think about it, if we, you know, never sin, we'd be walking around. We'd all be walking around naked, like you know, <laughs> yeah. no, no shame or nothing. I, I will say, I think that clothes would have eventually come along with, it, along with the technology side, like for cars, like oil. Like you don't want to. Yeah, but like just work. The only reason. Adam and Eve didn't wear clothes because was they, they felt no, no shame. shame. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, I'm not saying, like, wear clothes because of shame. Like, I'm saying... Just wear you'd, clothes because clout. You'd, you'd wear clothes for, for doing work, just... Yeah, I guess that's true. But also, if you're not getting disease in the perfect world, then I guess there's no real... Yeah, way. but work would also not be hard, so like, yeah. I don't think there would be much injury working. You'd probably have, like, infinite stamina. And if we're in, you know, the Garden of Eden, God is walking around... Yeah. He could heal immediately if something yeah. went wrong, you know. He would have been there. He probably would have been helping us, you know, actually build the world probably. He probably would have. And I don't heard. even think we would desire to have these buildings. Because think, yeah. wait, why do we have this stuff? Right? People desire, like, the people who are building these things, most of those people desire money and they want to make money. Yeah. That's why they're building these big buildings. So this business can profit. Their uh, pockets can profit. Um, things like that. Why do people um, build all these cars and buildings yeah. and Money. Make this technology so they can make more money, you know. Which is funny enough because it doesn't have any value to begin with. Yeah, it's money. It's just I paper. Mean, it is paper. That's yeah. crazy. But we've created this concept as humans that we say money is this important to us. This is what we want. So To trade currency, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other reason. And But, you know, at least what Jesus says in... Uh, uh, I think well, I think it's Matthew when he says, uh, Give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God's. Talking about taxes and stuff like that because Caesar's face is on the coin. So he's like, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. And why does God say, give to God what is God's? Because we're all made in the image of God. So yeah. give your life. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, back on humanity, like the effects of sin. Like things would be completely different, obviously, without sin. Yeah. But, and I think it's probably way worse today than it probably ever was when we were younger. Maybe it could have been always that bad, and, you know, we were young, so we didn't notice it. I don't. I think it's definitely progressively gotten worse. Yeah, and uh, the Bible does even say, like, you know, it's only going to keep getting worse, and that we'll have, is it four, seven or four, seven Three and a half years? good years, three and a half bad. Yeah, and seven then that's, that's before, and then I'm pretty sure Ark of the Covenant is going to be found before God comes, right? No, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, Indiana, jo- Indiana Jones already found that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's plenty. There's different beliefs because you have post millennialism, amillennialism, yeah, premillennialism. Um, I don't really know exactly what I believe. Um, I'm, I think I'm more of a. Um, 
<laughs> I'm more, I don't, I'm not personally saying the tribulation, uh, I mean, I believe the tribulation will happen, um, but the rapture, I don't, uh, other than one verse in scripture, there's not really a lot of places that talk about the rapture, and I don't know why, um, and just fact that, like, if God sent Jesus to suffer on this earth, right, to die for us um, in our place, why would, um, you know, God necessarily pull us out from the suffering that we'd have to experience in the tribulation? Um, because I think it's a ref, uh, a refurnishing fire. It's it's filling us. It's making us um, more equipped, right? Like it's refining us. Yeah. Um, which I don't I don't know. I think suffering is 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 inevitably going to come for every Christian at some yeah. point in their life. Um, but the great tribulation is going to be a little bit wild. And um, if you're not prepared for it, you're not prepared for it. You know what Jesus says? Like if you're a Christian, you're going to hold on to the very end. You're going to endure. Um, so I think. Uh, you know, like Carter said, it's all spiraling out of control. Oh, yeah, for sure. Humanity's gotten worse and worse. You just see it everywhere around yeah. you. And I think it even affects us as Christians. I, I mentioned a little last week that, you know, I've been through a lot in my life and whatnot. And I kind of mentioned, like, you know, I've I've been through things. And that's the thing. A lot of people expect us Christians to be, like, perfect. Like, that's the mm-hmm. thing. We, we, we are hypocrites, and I'm not here to, it, like— try to argue against that because that's the truth our goal is to try to be like god but we're never going to be like him and that's that's the whole thing of it and like you know i struggle and i just feel like now with humanity it's even it's even harder to try to you know like resist all that temptation all that sin and whatnot and it's like even now like i'll I'll admit for for a christian i probably have one of the most negative mindsets out there i and it's very negative it's definitely something i've you know tried to work on and it's a little, it's a, it's a uphill battle, you know, and it's a, you know, it's got all its slippery slopes, but you know, life is life and you know, you just got to trust God and you know, everything you do. And I think, but yeah, he's definitely right. Like, you know, spiraling out of control and it's only going to keep getting worse. And just when you think it's going to get better, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. Until it does get better, you know, like eventually yeah. after On the a three thousand good years, years yeah. yeah, the millennium. Right, and and this is what, I'm just going to read Revelation 21 since we're on it, because I think it's important. Yeah. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. So all these former things, everything that sin has corrupted will pass away. And we're going to be with Jesus, right? Like, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, and that's another thing. If we hadn't ate from the tree and had no sin, we would have all been immortal. Like, we probably would have been walking around with Adam and Eve as well. So... That's and God would be dwelling with us, you know. Yeah, like, he, he wouldn't have. God, I th- you know, I, like he, he, his desire is us, right? Like yeah. we're his, his most favorite creation, right? But like, yeah. why also? Like, I think of Psalm eight all the time. What is man that you are mindful? The son of man that you would care for him, right? Like, yeah. Well, who are we? This, this uh, finite, small, weak creation of yours, right? Who has intellect? Who is made? amazingly right like we're so small but yet we're so complex all at the same time it's insane to think about oh yeah but like why does god care for us right yeah like why like looking when he looks down what does he say why do i care for barrett why do i care for carter why do i care for josh like like 
I think that, like, why? Why me? Why you? Why Carter, right? But he does. Yeah, because he's, he's got all this stuff. Like, I remember it was sometime when we were in the youth, and we did, a we did like, a whole thing about him and, like, kind of his creation, everything that he created. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got onto the topic of, and I mentioned that I, I like space. I like learning about space. I like I like that kind of stuff. Like, there's stars out there that can make noises and stuff like that. And That's I said crazy, that, like, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I love that kind of stuff. Black holes, anything like that. Um, like there's a thing about uh, just a little sidebar. There's a little thing about a black hole eating a star and then shooting it, mm-hmm. spitting it back out. So that's super I think cool. that's the um, one of the cool things about space is there's so many things. It's yeah, it's but, just as like we know so little about it. Like black holes, yeah. like they just they have no idea yeah. what what what's on the other side. What yeah. happens? Anything that gets sucked inside. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like. It's hard to understand his his true motives. Like, why would he care about us when he has all, all these, these other things? things? Especially when, okay, space as we know is infinite. He can hold, and y'all aren't gonna be able to see a visual representation, but imagine he can just hold space in his fingertips, just in his finger. He can hold all of that infinity in his fingertips. It's like he's that big, and that just, that kind of puts it into scale because it's like you always hear, oh, God is big, you know, and he cares. And whatnot, it's like, but he has all this stuff. He's and it puts it in his scale how big he is that he can hold the infinity of space in his fingertips. So it's like, if he can do that, why would he care so much for yeah. literally, per, uh, probably somebody that looks like a gnat uh, to equivalent of us? Yeah, like that's that's in insane to think about too. Like it's for God, for God Himself, it is just as easy to create a two hundred galaxies as it is to yeah, just and then put to other make life on a it. blade of grass. Yeah. Or a single cell organism. It's just as easy as that. Because that's how like all powerful he is, how all knowing he is. Like God is this 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 spiritual being, this creature that we do or, or a spiritual being that we don't understand. Yeah. How big he is, how infinite he is. Like when I say infinite, I mean he's infinite in love and goodness and justice and grace and mercy and kindness and and peace and patience. In, 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 in his wrath, like, like all of these things, God is infinite. And we don't understand that because we're yeah. so finite and we're only in this world. Yeah, for a short amount of time. Even shorter now than compared, like, uh, it was Noah's father, grandfather that was 900? Methuselah. Uh, Methuselah, yeah, he was 900 something. It was it grandfather or father? I think it was, it was grandfather. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Compared to now when the average life expectancy is, what, 78? Yeah. 76, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, if you even live in ninety, that's impressive. Old, yeah. If you make it to your eighties, you're doing better than most people. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Just think about all these these little things that lead to this, but like for God to care about us. Yeah. To say and like he realizes we're so small and we're weak, right? Like, yeah. And at the same time, he's he's realized what sin has done to us, how it's corrupted us, how it's destroying us from the inside out. Yet he still says, you know what? I love you enough that I'm going to send my son to you and so that he can die for you, that he would, uh, you know, live this life of perfection where he would experience temptation as we experience it. Mm-hmm. He would experience everything, you know, the pain like of falling down. Yeah. He had to be born just like me and you. Like he experienced all these things, so that he can relate to us, and and like that should blow our mind. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, the God of the universe, the God yeah. who created the stars and the galaxies and everything, also decided. You know what? I'm going to empty myself from heavenly glory, and I'm going to become a man. 
Yeah. And I'm going to enter into this humanity story because these humans here that are on earth right now cannot get back to God by themselves. Yeah, and for you non-churchgoers, this isn't like some demigod, like half God, half man. Like fully this man, fully, fully man, fully God at the same time. That is That doesn't even put it in the realm of, of demigod or anything like that. And, and as interesting as like learning about Greek mythology and stuff like that is, that's nothing compared. These aren't even real compared to, you know, what God mm-hmm. actually is. And Philippians 2 talks about it. Like, you know, I think I've read it here before. But Jesus empties himself of all heavenly glory and becomes not just a person here on earth. Like, he had every right to become a king. Yeah. Jesus had every right to enter into earth and say, you know what? I'm going to be the king of the Roman Empire and I'm going to enter in and everybody's going to worship me. He had every right to do that. Yet he did not do that. He entered in and became a servant. Common man. Like, he literally says, the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. What? Because, like, think about it. I'm prideful, right? Yeah. Like, if I had that power, if I had that chance to have all this glory myself, I would be sitting on the biggest throne in the biggest castle, ruling over everybody. All the women. You know, (laughs) like, I am that that prideful. That's my human nature, right? Like, that's my sinfulness. That would come through because I want the power. I want the glory. Like as humans, like we, we're called enemies to God before we, anybody becomes a Christian. You're called children of wrath, right? Like our desires are completely contrary to what God's are. Oh, yeah. Like we are, we are completely against God. But yet he says, you know what? I say, you know what? I'm going to enter into this story. I'm going to die for them because I care for them and I love them. What? Yeah, I know. Even after we cursed him too. Yeah, I mean, we weren't physically actually there, but like... I mean, we did, right? Like, our sins cry out all the time. Our sins are the reason why Jesus was nailed on the cross. Yeah. Like, we have a part of it. Yet, in the fullness of human time, Jesus entered in at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. Like, in the fullness of time, as it says the thing in, like, Colossians or Galatians 3. Like, in the fullness of time, Jesus entered in 2,000 years ago at the right time. Why? Because they needed the cross for Jesus to die on. Jesus yeah. needed to die on a cursed tree, right, so that he could take the curse of the law, okay? He needed the cross to happen, so the Romans had to be there, so that he could be pierced for our iniquities, you know, crushed for our transgressions, right? Like, so his legs weren't broke. He would have to stand before Pilate, right? He would have to stand before Herod, and then like a lamb before the slaughter, he was silent. Like, all this time, in the perfection of time, Jesus wasn't born too late or too early. He was born and he died and he was raised all at the perfect time in the events of human history. Yeah. And that has led us to today where the church of Christ has, you know, been born. Yeah. Follows after and then, you know, we find ourselves in a church right now. Yeah. Involved in a church. But for some people, man, like human history, like you can live through the motions and be completely forgotten. Yeah, and I think uh, today, especially, like, uh, Christianity is definitely getting more heavily persecuted than it probably was when America first started. And even then, because, I mean, this this whole country, it, it literally says it in our Pledge of Allegiance, one nation under God. This this entire country was built on the foundation of God. Yeah, and, that, was the whole, that was one of the main key factors of them making yeah, that trip and, was the freedom of religion. Yeah, and I think, and I think the whole thing was is, we're lucky, even though we're being persecuted even heavily, even more, more and more every day. We're still lucky that you know we aren't in 
countries where they persecute them and, you know, they die for that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's why we go out on mission and, you know, a lot of the humanity, it could seem like going out on mission has no effect, but you gotta, you just gotta be there. And it's kind of like what we said with Snowbird. Obviously, Snowbird isn't a mission place, but yeah. you gotta, it's an experience. You gotta be there to see it happen. Like, uh, when we went to Delaware, I definitely thought we weren't really gonna get much out of it when we went to Delaware, but, you know, coming back, I was like, we actually got a lot out of this and, you know, we saw some change. Even within the church that we were working with, I saw a lot of change mm -hmm. there because it seemed a little, you know, disorganized, but, once we kind of came in and did our thing and a lot of the people there were not looking forward to what we were doing when we were out there doing the, you know, the stuff mm -hmm. on site and we still got a lot of people, you know, come out and whatnot. And I, it's hard to remember a lot of that trip, but I do remember coming out of it. Like, you know, I thought this wasn't really going to go well and it kind of felt more like a summer camp more than anything. But then when I came back, I was like, you know, we still impacted people at the end of the day and hopefully, you know, those people out there are doing fine and they're still reading their Bible and doing all this stuff, yeah. you know, and fighting back against humanity that's now, you know, starting to heavily persecute yeah. us again and, you know, a lot help, of evil. Help to plant the seed. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think about it too. Like there's what, 8 billion people in the world right now? Yeah. Just hit 8 billion. Okay. And let's just, let's just be, let's just be very, very nice right here, okay? Let's say everybody who professes to be quote-unquote Christian is actually a Christian. Mm -hmm. Let's say that, right? That, that means even your cultural Christians who are walking <laughs> down the street. That's roughly 900 to 1.1 billion people. But at the end of the day, that means 7 billion people that are here on the earth's surface right now that are walking around are condemned and dying and going to hell. Like, this is the humanity that I wanted to get to. Because that's a lot of people. Yeah. And, and as Christians, we believe that hell is a real place where real people go. And hell is a place where, like, you can experience what's going on there. Like, the story of the rich young ruler and Lazarus. And, like, he, Jesus, or Jesus, uh, Abraham and Lazarus are looking across the chasm. And he says, please just give me a drop of water for my tongue. Because it is so hot. Like, I'm, like he's, he's so hot there. He is feeling the pain of the fire. He can see the utter darkness. He can feel it. He can comprehend what's going on. Like the, the Bible describes it as gnashing of teeth. And, and, and there is pain in what hell is. Oh, yeah. Like God is the breath of life. And, and what hell is, is is the wrath of God pouring out on you where you're only getting the wrath of God. And if God is the breath of life, you have no air. Like you are suffocating in hell. Yeah. And I, I don't know if y'all have noticed it or seen it, but like, I see a lot of people today, you know, they think hell's just a, a fun, huge party. Well, they're you know, having like, yeah, yeah there's like a party. Having drinks and stuff and like that. And where Satan is the ruler. Like, yeah, no, I'm what? like, no, no, you're going to be like, and I get it. Like, some people don't like that. And it could be considered fear mongering. I put that in air quotes. But like, it's true. You're going to be in eternal pain, eternal torture. There's never going, if you think, oh, there's going to be, no, you're never going to have breaks. It's going to be constant torture, constant pain. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, you are always going to be in pain. You're going to be in torture. And, you know, it's, it's never going to get better. It's always going to get worse. That's just how it is. It's not going to be some huge daggum party. And we can't you know. even begin to comprehend how bad it truly is. Yeah, like, I don't even our minds are comprehend. finite, right? Like, God yeah. is infinite in yeah. his wrath. And, and that even like, goes into heaven, too. I don't even think we can comprehend how good it's mm -hmm. going to be in heaven, either. So, 
like Carter, I mean, you hit it right on the you hit it right on the head. We can't comprehend it. Can't comprehend. We it. have enough trouble comprehending space. And yeah, that's, that's what I'm right saying. in front of us. And that's why we I can, brought that. That's up. in the we, physical world. Right? We yeah. can see that. We see black holes, but we can't comprehend. We don't understand yeah. why, why they're there. That how up, it works? Because like we could we could argue. Yeah, the ocean. Seventy five percent of the ocean is unexplored, but like we still have an understanding of the ocean and ecosystems and how it works. We just haven't explored a lot of it, but space is something that is a concept so big, infinite. We don't even understand any of it, no matter how far we can look with those telescopes and see these black holes eating stars and spitting them out. Mm -hmm. And these stars that make noises and whatnot, all that. I love that stuff. It's so interesting and to see and whatnot, but like we can't even begin, begin to comprehend that. Like ocean is something that we, the ocean itself, something we can't comprehend. We still have an understanding of it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So different from comprehension and understanding. We understand the ocean and how it works, but we don't have a comprehension of how deep it is, what's down there, what it does, like, and how further it helps the ecosystem. Space, I don't even think there's even an understanding of it or comprehension of Yeah, space. not that much of it, but like we have more comprehension of space than we do of hell. And, but, like, that, that's my point, like, we're trying to get to is, like, if we're Christians, right, if we sit here together having this conversation right now, and, like, together we realize the state and the path of humanity. Jesus says, you know, the path is narrow to get to heaven. Yeah. And the, 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 the way of destruction is wide. The path to destruction is wide. When you think about it, one billion people compared to seven billion, and that's being generous yeah. on the one billion side, like... That is scary. Yeah. How many people we pass every day who are on a path to eternal destruction? And the other yeah. part of that is I don't think many people have a comprehending of how big that number is. Yeah. And, and all of human history as well. Yeah, and I think it's got like, to, to a point To put now. that into uh, proportions, there's, what, two billionaires in the world, like a handful, or not, not a, no, there's more than two, well, more than two, but like there's, it's a very, like 1%, mm -hmm. less than 1%, yeah. Yeah. less than 1% of 8 billion people and have I, billions of dollars. Yeah. And I think, I think it's definitely gotten worse to a point now. Like it's kind of scary. Sometimes I have that thought of like, you know, like, and that makes you just kind of want to get out there and, you know, like try to evangelize as much as you can. Like what if heaven is considered a small population you know like like what if it's considered like, like obviously it's going to be very big and it's going to be very grand and there's going to be many people but what if compared to how many people are going to go to yeah hell, that's considered a small population it is i mean it, it will be considered a small population yeah. but like my thing is as in, in this events of human history we are god has chosen us to know his truth yeah like he said here here's the answer here's the gospel here's the good news for the bad news that Jesus came because you were sinners and he died for your sin so that you have a chance to stand before the Father and say, God, it is not me that I deserve to go to heaven. It's not my anything that I've done that I deserve to go to heaven. It's through Jesus. And he's given us the gospel. He's given us the good news. Yet there are people who sit in the church who know the good news, who know the truth of the gospel, yet are apathetic to care about the seven billion people that seven and a half Billion people who are going to spend eternity separated from God. And yet we do nothing. And we're failing our fellow human brothers and sisters. Yeah. Have a good representation of how big a billion is. <laughs> so, a million seconds. 
is 12 days. Mm -hmm. A billion seconds is 31 years. Mm. 31 years to 12 days. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of people. It's a lot that of is a lot of that's time. That's a massive number. And also think about it like this has just popped up in my head. How many of those billionaires know God and give that money to to God? I don't think a lot of them do. And you know that money could go that money could go to you know mission fields. It could go to uh anything just to spread the new, the word, you know. A lot of people seem to listen to rich people. I mean, you know, they're rich people. The biggest thing is Satan will do everything he can to keep you away from God. Yeah, and for, of course. Like, that's why we're tempted all the time. And, like, people who just living life, just doing their own thing, they're not tempted as much because they... Oh, yeah. He's, Satan's not worried about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's not worried about Joe, who's just living life, doing whatever he wants, going to parties... Doing 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 whatever he's comfortable. He, wants. he doesn't care he's about other people. Yeah. He doesn't care about other people. He just wants himself to be happy. Yeah, and he's, Satan's not worried about him. Yeah, and I just which I just, is the majority of the people on this earth. Yeah, I just remember because we we just came we just came from a, a sermon. And we just heard this for anybody that that doesn't think like oh Satan's all power like Satan knows like here's the thing when end times come Satan knows he's going to lose. In fact, Satan, for anybody that out there that may not believe in God and needs convin- convincing, Satan himself believes in God. Why? Because he, he was created by God, and he was, <laughs> he was literally sent down to earth and to hell by God himself. He believes in God, and, and, you know, and he fears him, and he knows when that day comes, and that's why he just wants to take as many people with him as possible when you know, the end time comes, because he knows he's going to lose. He knows it's a losing battle anyway. He knows that no matter what he does, he's never going to win. No matter how hard he tries, he's not mm-hmm. going to. You know, even though he thinks he's better, he knows he's not going to. In the back of his mind, you know. Yeah, Satan. And knows he knows. He lost. knows the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, he knows the truth. He believes his whole job, or his whole job, his whole desire is to, to literally kill, steal, and destroy. And his desire is to take as many people with him to hell as possible. Yeah, and I think comprehension. That kind of good. I don't think anybody really thought about this. So I, I like to study the different types of angels and demons and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think that's like really interesting. It's kind of like you know studying like Greek mythology kind of thing, um, and like you know there's principalities. Yeah, yeah. Except this is real. Like there's principalities, seraphims, cherubims, stuff like that. Um, just even the thought of a, an angel, like you know something that was basically created to serve God. Just even the thought, like how to comprehend, how does an angel even get the thought process of, I'm better than you, I can do this better than you, and you know, you're not better. <laughs> just the fact that that's even a thought process that can occur, like this just, that's, another you can't even thing, comprehend that. Another misconception is that people think that angels are just like the most beautiful and elegant creatures. No, that's they're, actually what demons look like. I know. The angels are warriors. Yeah, dude. and they're scary looking. Like if you've ever seen what a biblically accurate angel looks like, a cherubim, or seraphim, they're like eye monsters with mm-hmm. wings and stuff. Like they're meant to look scary, you know, and they scare demons. Demons, on the other hand, people always have this this you know conception that oh they look like this this. They're meant to look human. They're meant to look you know to seduce you to to um, bribe you or trick you. They're meant mm-hmm. to look human like. I mean, so, it's the truth, and you know, uh, I think if if we as humans can do our best to warn other people like at least to set a fire on other christians to say look we have to have conversations with people around us 
Because in reality, we know the truth and people are dying. Yeah, and I'm glad we're and having we this episode because yeah. this is this is basically that. Yeah, and like I and and this is a reason I kind of wanted to focus on it is like you get a background like God is holy and perfect, and yet we are sinful and unjust and filthy rags in the comparison of who God is. God cared for us enough, and and even though He cared for us and we believe in Him and He loves us, why or do we not share this love with other people around us and? You know, I had a conversation with uh, Josh Long um, last week, and this is kind of what sparked um, this entire podcast uh, like uh, topic for me. It was just like evangelism. Why are, why do we do it? Why do we not do it? How has humanity affected everything, right? And just so it's a brief overview of the gospel, a brief overview of what we believe as Christians, a brief overview of why Christians believe in mission and what we should do, the Christian humanity aspect and the reason why there has to be good news and the bad news that came from sin in the garden. Um, and I know is isn't as long as a podcast as we've had before, and I know it's not as necessarily as funny as we've had before, um, but I think it was a very important topic, and yeah. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. And, and like I, I, will, I will say this about the close. Um, if you do try to evangelize to your friends, to family, to random people you meet, um, don't force it down their throat. Yeah. That is something you want to avoid to do. You can talk about it, but if they're not going to listen, then you trying to force feed them isn't going to help. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna think even less of Christians. They're going to go even farther astray. Yeah. Talk about it. Don't force it. But just just get enough to get your point across and maybe hopefully it'll stick with him he'll think about it and he'll talk, he'll find you or he'll find somebody else and yeah and i think it's good that we have this as much fun as we have on other episodes you know we like to you know you know obviously we're christians and you know we like to have these episodes every now and then you know just serious topics about christianity because we want you all to know like the the good the good truth and the good message of the lord you know, and but we also want to have that fun, you know, just to show people like, oh, yeah, you know, we're not like stuck up like people would think, you know. And, and I think it's also good that we have these episodes because despite, you know, us three being on this podcast before this, like we've all relatively close friends, but we're not like the best friends. We don't always. Well, maybe they hang out more than I hang out with mm-hmm. them. But, you know, it's nice to like we I don't think we've ever gone like deep into each other's thought process. Yeah. This stuff. So it's good to just kind of get that and, you know, to know uh, all three of us on a podcast level to kind of help us not only just further this podcast but us as a friendship as we keep doing yeah. this you know and to just dig each other's brain and what we think and how we feel and kind of stuff like that you know yeah and i think what carter said too like don't sometimes you do have to be bold with your friends yeah. i think that's important to be i think bold. if they desperately need yeah, it, yeah. Defi- definitely like, hold accountability with your friends. especially for someone who claims to be a christian yes yeah. be bold with that person because if they're a christian they should take that in love and grace as long as you go in it's love and grace and not just to cause an argument but with an unbeliever um i think sometimes you still have to be bold and when i mean bold i mean like you can start the conversation but let's talk about it but then if they're like no they shut down the conversation let your actions speak to that person yeah and at at the most part you've still probably planted the seed at that point you can let god and now they have to think about it and you know pray like we can't change somebody's heart but god can and pray for the holy spirit to move their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh because that's the thing if you talk to them about it whether they shut it down or they listen they're going to be thinking about it. It, It's just something that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just... Man, and I, and I appreciate you uh, guys who listen all the way. I'm going to read from Revelation 5, uh, verse of the week. 
um, one through five, this is what it says. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on a throne, a scroll written with, uh, written and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals. And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or look into it. And one of the elders said to me, weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And that lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, that has conquered sin, that has conquered death, his name is Jesus Christ. And we've had this conversation tonight, man. And my prayer and my hope is that if you have any questions about any of the things we talked about, you would ask those questions. Seriously, like that you would ask these questions about who Jesus is, what Jesus has done for you. Because I promise you, we'll sit down and we'll talk to you about it because we care for you. Yeah, and, and you can always hit us up on Instagram. We, we follow the, the Sunday broadcast account. You can find us and uh, no matter yeah. where, when. And if you are a Christian... Like, let this podcast have been encouraging to you to want to go out and evangelize and talk to people, talk about humanity with other people, talk about it with us, man. That's our hope and that's our prayer, man. And we hope that you guys have a blessed week this week, man. And thank you all for listening again. It's Sunday Broadcast. I'm JC. This is BT and Carter. And we're out for the week. You guys be blessed. Peace, love, and chicken grease.